Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Dark Elevation. Hagane Shino defeated Nick Camarado, getting his first victory in AEW by reversing Camarado into a backslide for the upset win. The commentary really put over as being an upset. Uh, after the match, Camarado and Aaron Solo kept attacking Shino. Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir defeated Kitty LaFleur and Alice Crowley. Uh, Kitty goes by Thunder Kitty on the Indies. I've seen her in NWA as well as on WWE. She has this old school female wrestler type of gimmick. Pretty fun here. Tony Schiavone brought up the fact of how Vicky Guerrero has been less active and seems disinterested in the tag team of Rose and Shafir. Uh, total destruction here with Shafir pinning Crowley after their double team DDT. And after the match, Vicky definitely didn't look too happy. So I'm not sure what's going on here with Vicky and the, um, and the tag team of Rose and Shafir. Kara Hogan, now on her own and out of the baddies, defeated Nikki Victory. She gets a win after hitting a bridge back drop suplex. Top Flight defeated Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd, who go by the Outrunners. Dante Martin gets the pin after hitting the nosedive. We go backstage where Ethan Page is with Matt Hardy in the private party and says that he's canceled their match for tonight as Mark Quinn has a shoulder injury. And then Page brings up all the things that Hardy and the party have done wrong and says that they owe him 50 grand and he'll take it out of their paychecks. And then Matt starts kind of uh, doing his broken thing a little bit before he snaps back into it and saying that he has Page's back in the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. So I'm sure that we'll be seeing broken Matt sooner rather than later. Emi Sakura defeated Madison Rain. Short and competitive the match here with Sakura, reversing the cross reigns to get the pen. Lee Moriarty defeated Serpentico. Paul White was trying to bring up the stat of how this is Serpentico's uh, chance to lose his 100th match in a row. As they said, his record is 0-99. This, I have to admit, is untrue, as um, I do remember him getting a win back earlier this year, and I did look it up, and he did beat Barry Morales on the June 21st episode of AW Dark. So get your facts right, Captain Insano. Regardless, he loses anyway uh, to Moriarty as he gets a submission victory with the Border City stretch. So it could be true that he did get 100 uh, losses here in AEW, but definitely not 0-100. The Embassy's Brian Cage in the Gates of Agony defeated Dan Adams, Star Rider, and Facade. Facade's been very popular in the indies, making his AEW debut here, along with Star Rider and Masked Wrestler making his debut. But Dan Adams is Dan the Dad, who was extremely popular with this crowd as the crowd kept getting into him. But Cage pinned Star Rider after a triple team set out Powerbomb after the match Dalton Castle and the boys come out and seemingly put out a challenge, which I'm guessing we'll be seeing this six-man match at Final Battle, possibly. Kip Sabian defeated Alex Reynolds in their rubber match. Uh, during this match, Sabian was doing Orange Cassidy's moves and taunts, as it looks like that's a match that they're, they're going to be building to. Penelope Ford then teased Reynolds doing the 10 with her hands to kind of a uh, signal press in Vance. And this is followed by Sabian hitting a face buster for the win on Alex Reynolds. In the main event here, Konosuke Takeshita defeated Aaron Solo. Good match here with Takeshita. Get in the pen after a bridge suplex. And Don Callis was ringside again, clapping for Takeshita as the storyline continues. Um, surprised that Takeshita didn't come out to help out Shino when he was getting beat down by Camarado and Solo as he fought Solo. So maybe we'll be seeing that tag team match soon. And yeah, not sure what's going on with this Don Callis storyline, but hopefully it leads to a match with Omega and Takeshita. Whether it be tag team or one-on-one. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. Dalton Castle and the boys defeated Justin Carino, Jaden Velo, and Defarge. Excalibur and Taz kept calling Defarge DeBarge, like the old school R&B group. So they kept having fun with that. He's also known as Sonny Defarge in the indies, but I guess there's too many Sunnies here, so they just shorten his name. Castle easily gets the pin on Carino after hitting the bangerang. It should be noted this uh, set of tapings is actually from early November in Atlantic City that they've been sitting on for a couple weeks. So I guess they finally got... um through to showing these matches here. 
Match number two, Abaddon defeated Leva Bates quickly with the Black Dahlia. Brian Cage defeated Leon Ruffin. Ruffin tried his best here, but Cage stops him with a powerbomb and then the Weapon X for the pen. Prince Nana gets on the mic after and calls this embassy uh, the Embassy Excellence. And then Cage calls himself, not making this up here, the Weapon Excellence of Execution. So uh, not sure if that name's going to stick or not. Jay Lethal and Satinum Singh defeated Brick City Boys. Easy work here with Singh hitting a boss man slam, followed by Lethal's Lethal Injection for the pen. Athena defeated Becca with the Dragon Sleeper, as Athena keeps doing her um, heel spots, including just tossing her opponent outside of the ring, uh, Berserker style. In the main event here, Trent Beretta defeated Anthony Henry. The finish kind of came out of nowhere with, Ber- with Beretta stopping Henry into a roll-up for the pen and the win. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, we actually had a match from the IPWF, uh, I guess, throwback throwdown tapings that happened as well, as Jessica, who is Ladybird Johnston, defeated Alicia Edwards, who is Miss Behaven, winning the match with a running leg drop. Onto the main show, Bully Ray starts the show in full heel mood. Uh, full heel mode, calling the call. he's breaking the call your shot trophy. He's talking down to the fans, and he says that he did everything right in how he announced his cash-in to Josh Alexander. He went through all his moments in Impact and how much he did for this company and questioned why Alexander would have his wife around Bully and Alexander. We'll be taking some time off before Hard to Kill. Before he could finish, though, Rich Swan attacks him as they go into their match, which Rich Swan defeats Bully Ray by disqualification. The match ends when Bully grabs a steel chair and attacks Swan with it, uh, causing a disqualification after the match. He keeps attacking Swan with the chair. He zip ties Swan. He was going to hit him with a chair again, but Tommy Dreamer comes out and stops him, which ends in uh, Ray pushing Dreamer down. But before he could attack him some more, Scott Demore comes out and tells Ray to leave. And then all three start to scuffle. Uh, Demore is even tossing officials out of the way. He's like tossing the chair around. He's going pretty crazy here. Um, and the, even the way this was shot, it was really like wild and crazy uh, camera style. So it felt a little bit refreshing than what we usually used to in Impact. We see a slickly produced Trey Miguel video where he calls himself the future as he spray paints the Activision title with green spray paint. Moose defeated Bupinder Gujur, ending came with Moose dodging Gujur's gargoyle spear just to hit his own spear for the win. Moose attacks Gujur after. He gets on the mic and says that he warned everybody about Bully Ray, but nobody listened to him. He kept saying how he's sick of Bully Ray and he doesn't want to hear anyone say his name, which prompted Joe Henry to come out, of course. They get into a verbal confrontation until they start fighting. And then Gujur pops back up and he takes Moose out with a gargoyle spear. So it looks like we'll be getting a Moose and Joe Henry storyline happening. Frankie Kazarian defeated Steve Macklin by his qualification. This match was really good until they went outside where Macklin attack Kazarian with a chair and in a match and he kept destroying him with it after Savannah Evans and Tasha Dales are backstage where Evans says that she'll be facing Taya Valkyrie next week Eddie Edwards was interviewed and said that he's done talking about the past and he's focused on the future as he bumps into someone from his past being delirious as they have a little bit of a stare down Heath and Rhino said that they'll give the Motor City Machine Guns their title shot next week in the main event here, Mickey James defeated Deanna Perrazzo in a really good back-and-forth match uh, that ends with James reversing a roll-up into a roll-up of her own for the win, and she continues her last rodeo. But after the match, Jordan Grace comes out and puts out the challenge to James for the Knockouts Championship at Hard to Kill, which James agrees to. So this is the match that they've been building to. We'll finally get in January. But the show is not over as it ends with this produced segment of Eric Young and Diener. Uh, they're in a jail cell where Young asked Diener if he would do anything to eliminate the sickness, even if the sickness is in this room. And then they start fighting over a shank until Diener has the upper hand and Young tells him to kill the sickness as Diener stabs Young with it, implying he's been killed off. So it looks like this is the end of Eric Young here in Impact as he travels back up north to WWE. Not sure what's going to happen with Violent by Design. They just got these new members with Alan Angels and uh, Big Connor. So not sure if Diener's going to take over now or what. On Friday, we also had the 
Impact Wrestling Throwback Throwdown, which is their uh, IPWF promotion, like their throwback to the 80s, 90s with these uh, shows that they do where everybody kind of plays a new role. This is the IPWF Rival Survival. Uh, I won't go into too many details here, but just some of the results here as the mysterious Mr. E, who is Shogun, defeated Laser. Rapid Delivery Pete, which is Rich Swan, defeated Monty Moonlight, which is Zicky Dice. Uh, can't make these names out. Uh, can't make these names up, including Bill Ding, which is Trey Miguel, defeated Jack Hammer, uh, Andrew Everett in a clockout match. And in order to win, you had to grab a hole puncher that's on a pole and use it on a time card that's on another pole, which Ding did end up getting to win and get the Ding with the bell. Yeah, bad. Georgia Cobb, who is Jordan Grace, defeated Wanda the Werewolf, Werewoman, who is Savannah Evans, who had the $304,000 man R.D. Evans in her corner. Brian Bonecrunchin, who is Brian Myers, teamed up with Shane Douglas as his partner G.I. Broski. Matt Cardona was injured. They defeated the editor-in-chief, Chris Sabin, and the paperboy, Jack Price, who are the Sunday Morning Express. Shane Douglas came out in his full uh, dynamite, dynamic dude gimmick here. Mike Bailey as Monsieur Baguette defeated Otis Oates, who is Diener, after hitting him with a loaded baguette. Tommy Dreamer, who is this young upstart uh, winner of the Rookie of the Year in the PWI, as he had the PWI shirt on, defeated Pelvis he- uh, Weasley, who is Heath. And because of winning this match, he gets five minutes in the ring with Colonel Korn, who is Johnny Bravo, but Colonel Korn ends up hitting Dreamer in the eye with an illegal object to get the wind. The Autobodies, who are Busty Transmission, which is ODB, and Smoky Muffler, which is Mickey James, defeated Volcanic Activity. Lucy Lowell, who is Giselle Shaw, and Tina Tiki, who is Tasha Steeles, with James pinning Shaw after hitting her with a wrench. And the vacant IPWF Exciting Division Championship is determined as Johnny Swinger, playing Johnny Swinger, defeated Bully Biff Knuckles, which is John Skyler, and Keaton Fox, who is Jason Hotch, uh, with Swinger rolling up Fox for the win. Tori Nailbiter, who is Rosemary, with her new manager, uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the current, uh, I guess, big star, Ricky Morton, defeated Rusty Iron, who is Gia Miller, who barely wrestles, uh, who had Sebastian Baker, who is Jimmy Jacobs in her corner. Nailbiter gets to win after a top rope crossbody. DJ Too Large, probably my favorite character in this promotion, who is Moose, defeated Buck Hemphrey, Khaled Conley with a lariat. In the main event here, Team IPWF, which is Frank the Butcher, uh, who is Rhino, Tim Burr, who is Josh Alexander, Cowboy, Colt McCoy, who is Eddie Edwards, Giuseppe Scavelli Jr., who is Josh Matthews, defeated Team Glue, which is Devin Damon, who is Crowbar, Lord Humongous, who is Khan, Manfred the Man Mammal, who is Beer City Bruiser, and Neptune, who is Shara, accompanied by Walter Chestnut, played by Dave Penzer. I can't make this stuff up. Elimination match here. Scavelli Jr. gets injured, so he gets replaced by Giuseppe Scavelli Sr., who's Scott Demore. He comes in, takes the place, and gets the winning fall, pinning Humongous after hitting his stunner. As a result, the Scavellis get to keep the IPWF promotion. Uh, after the match, Demore takes out Penzer. So fun show here if you're into that type of stuff. But if you are into that type of stuff, uh, we have Women of Wrestling here. As G.I. Jane debuts, defeating BK Rhythm in her debut match with a leg drop that she calls the Drill Drop. Good showing in her first match here, and her character is that she's an actual active drill sergeant. Adriana Gambino and Gigi Gianni defeated the Bully Busters. Kato Rush and Steffi Slays here. And what was considered an upset, the story here is that Russian Slays ha- haven't been teaming as, as much lately. Uh, therefore, they lost a little bit of chemistry as G- Gianni pinned Rush after hitting a belly-to-belly. Glitch the Gamer defeated Tiki Chamaro with a modified GTS that she calls Game Over, uh, which is funny considering AJ Lee was on commentary. Leia Makoa and Princess Aussie defeated Tormenta and Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball was announced as Sofia Lopez's new- newest client. Uh, Leia Makoa gets the pin on Tormenta after hitting a modified rock bottom. 
on NWA USA, we have the Revolution Rumble, which is a uh, Wildcat Sports staple. 23-man Rumble, 8-man start after every 5 minutes entry will come in. Uh, then after 60 seconds, there'll be more. Uh, final two will have a match, and the winner will face Chuck Devine, who's a Revolution champion. And this was won by Rhett Titus, um, who ended up it being him and Odinson as the last two here with Rhett Titus uh, getting a roll-up for the win, reversing the F10 from Odinson. On NWA Power, with the Champion Series starts here as Bully Ray and Odison went to a 10-minute t- time limit draw. Tom Latimer versus EC3 kind of ended in a double disqualification here as they both kept getting disqualified. We had a four-way elimination match as Rolando Freeman defeated Anthony Andrews, Jeremiah Plunkett, and Sal the Pal. Uh, Freeman rolls up Andrews and pins him with the help from Sal and Plunkett. Freeman then gets pinned by Sal after hitting him with a senton as he had a figure four on Plunkett. And then Freeman followed that with a big boo for the pin. And they win. Uh, so this means that he gets to pick which team he wants to be in in the Champion Series. Back to the Champion Series, Judias and PJ Hawks defeated Damage and Rush Freeman with Judias hitting a chokeslam on Freeman for the pin. So Team Great earns five points for this match. And then Thrill Billy Silas defeated JR Kratos after hitting him with the Thrill Ride. So five more points for Team Tyrus. There's going to be eight teams in total for this. And the, the winning team, basically, all the members get title shots. This is what they did last year. We go to NXT Level Up. Oro Mensa defeated Miles Bourne. Really fun opener here with Mensa getting the pin after the spinning heel kick in the corner. We get an interview with debuting Tavion Heights before his debut match. And he talks about being raised in Colorado, trained as a Greco-Roman wrestler, being an eight-time world team member, a world bronze medalist, and a 2022 Tokyo Olympian. And we go into his debut match as he loses against Channing Lorenzo. Really good showing there from Heights, though. Uh, but Lorenzo was able to hit him with a jumping knee drop for the win. And the main event here, Thea Hale defeated Sol Ruka. Very nice showing from both of these, but Hale was able to roll up Luka after a great ending sequence. We go to New Japan Strong. The Detonation Tour starts here as Rocky Romero and Adrian Quest defeat Atlantis J- uh, Jr. and Viros. Both CMLO stars making their strong debut here. Nice ending sequence with Romero rolling up Viros for the Panda. These two have a little bit of history feuding over the CMLO World Super Lightweight Championship. Homicide defeated Danny Lamlight. The story here is here that they both had the LAX connection with both members. Uh, both being members together in MLW, but now Limelight. It's with Team Filthy. This match got a little bit vicious on the outside. Homicide was able to hit the cop killer for the win. And a Homicide um, threw a bunch of weapons in the ring, but he couldn't. Uh, but before he could do anything, he gets attacked from behind by the debuting Bobby Fish, who grabs the mic and says that an enemy of his en- of his friend is his enemy, as he says him and Tom Lawler go way back and have business to do together. Juice Robinson defeated Blake Christian in the main event here. Real competitive match here with Robinson countering a victory roll at the end, but grabbing the ropes for leverage and the pen. On WWE main event, uh, Zoe Stark makes her debut, defeated Dana Brooke with the Z360. After the match, Brooke looked visually upset and kept yelling at herself to get at the other. And Cedric Alexander defeated the debuting Joe Gacy. Good back and forth match here with Gacy. Looking impressive, but Alexander was able to hit a snap German into a roll-up for the pin. Gacy tried to embrace Cedric after the match, but he escaped. The W Network editions of the week were ICW Fight Club 244, as well as WXW World Tag Team Festival Night 1, which included the reunion from Sanity members Eric Young and Alex Tischer, the former Alexander Wolf, coming out to their old Sanity theme song entrance, gear, and everything. We also had Mike Bailey on this show. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>